Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm Lisa. And welcome to Unrunned to Pursuit. We just want to invite you guys into real unedited conversations about real life topics that affect your marriage. Yeah, guys, we are passionate about training and equipping marriages to succeed through God. Okay, back again. Right. I decided to start it a little bit different this time because I said I was going to start it the same way last time, so I'm starting it different this time. Yeah. I don't know if I like the last way you did it. Really? Wow. So you're just going to let me slide with that the whole season and never say anything? What do you mean? That you didn't like it? You were just going to let me keep it? The, the last one you did, I didn't like it. It's just like the random things I find out from you. Just like, okay, okay. I just didn't know that. Well, fabulous. <laughs> like the way that you've been starting our podcast the last couple times, I just last I couple liked times. It. I said the last time. Mm, okay, it's because I think I've I've been saying that. The last I don't time. even remember the other last time. Of course you don't. Okay, <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to season seven. We are going to start off today, as we always do, with a review from one of you. This is from Stargazer94. Uh, started with episode 80, it says. Um, I came here from Instagram, so I reel from them at just the right time. I had just been weeping because I miss my husband so much. Uh, he left my toddler and I about a month ago to stay with his mom, and then a week ago I discovered he's been having an affair for four months with a co-worker. Mm. We see him every day because he wants to be heavily involved with our daughter, and it's hard. That made it worse. So I got an Instagram, saw their reel about there being hope for your marriage, and immediately came to listen to episode 80 and then 81. Which, side note, if you haven't heard our story, that is where you hear our story. Um, what a literal godsend. I'm the one that wants to reconcile, just like Lisa, and my husband wants nothing to do with me, except he still wants to be, quote-unquote, friends, whatever mm. that means. So I'm struggling with all of it. So thankful for that reel, and I'm going to be listening to the rest of the podcast episodes now, because you all are such gems, and you all give me hope. I don't know how my story ends, but I pray it ends in reconciliation and strength in my marriage, just like y'all's. Yeah. And we'll, we'll definitely be praying... Um, Whoever this is, just for your your marriage, uh, we just know um, what a difficult situation and, that is. I mean, it was uh, like when a while ago, February. It was a while ago, so yeah. maybe you know, maybe good stuff. Give us an know. update, um, Stargazer ninety four. We'd love to hear it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, mm. so um, we are diving in today. We're just gonna just dive yeah. into a, a topic and. This has been something like I'll have randomly I'll say things. Here's the deal. Most yeah. of the time I'll throw things out of Brad. He gives me kind of a tentative like, mm, yeah. And then I'm just like, well, I guess that's not a great episode topic. And then like randomly we'll talk about it and he'll have like a ton of insight on it. It's, here's the thing. It's the you just said random. Right. So like <laughs> I'm doing something you're like, what about this? And I'm like, well, I don't know about that right now. I don't. You should always know there's a level of enthusiasm you need to have if you <laughs> want to see something come to fruition. Just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. That's the topic. Let's do it. <laughs> no, something that's been kind of sitting with me, and I think I just, uh, there's been a whole lot of things I think that have kind of brought this into my head about just the impact of what we say no to mm -hmm. and what we say yes to. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I was just thinking about it in this aspect of knowing that this is a very simple way to put it, but I think anyone can relate to this. Like, okay, I would like to lose 10 pounds. Me making mm -hmm. sourdough has not been super helpful to me in the last couple of years. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'd like to lose 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. But I was just thinking about how every no that I 
basically every no and every yes that I that I do when it comes to even food intake has an impact on whether or not that goal yeah. is going to come to fruition or not. And I know that that's a very simplistic way to view it, but it just got me thinking so much about our yeses and nos mm-hmm. and and literally how they are trajectory for our life. But a lot of times we don't think about these in a very intense way. Yeah. Like we say yes and no all the time and we just don't even realize that we're doing it or what impact it can have over time. Yeah. That, that's the, that's it folks. There you go. Well, I mean, I think you are. So you're, when you mean we don't realize we're doing it, it's, you're not actually saying the yeah, words. I, yes. I think, and no, it's just the actions. Right? right. Like I, you know, I'm not, I don't, you know, stand in front of the pantry for like a snack yes. and go like, <laughs> yes, and grab a snack or say like, no, and turn around, you know, so, but my action is saying like, yes I'm saying no. yes yeah. to this. And in essence, then I'm saying no to whatever else, it, you know, whatever Correct. it is. Right. And so I think what you're getting at is, is just that. And, you know, whatever, if you're saying no to something, or I guess it's vice versa, right? Like, so if yeah, you're saying sometimes we yes need to say to no to something, something and sometimes we need to say yes to it. Either way, it's bringing you somewhere. Yeah. Like I was just thinking about this even. So, uh, you know, we talked about community and our church and the, and the need for community mm-hmm. um, this last week. And it is such a, a necessary thing. Like we're designed for it. Yeah. And so I started to think about what that looks like when it comes to when you think about who you choose to say yes to with your time. Mm-hmm. and who you choose to say no to, right? Yep. And by saying yes and no, I don't mean figuratively like yes, no, mm-hmm. right? But what it is that you're doing, you are doing something, mm-hmm. even if it's in your mind, you're saying yes. You're I right. mean, how convicting is this? That's what I mean. Because think about it, okay? Like your actions, you know, saying yes, verbally saying yes and no is something, I mean, it's still along this topic, but it's different, mm-hmm. right? Your actions say yes and no to so many things, right? So you pick up your phone mm, mm. and you're scrolling, right? Just, it's not inherently bad, right? You're just scrolling, right? But if your kid's in the room and they start talking to you and you keep scrolling. What are you saying no to? You're, I'll tell you what you're saying no to. You're saying no to actually that moment with your kid. Yeah. That time. Right, that interest that they have for you right now, the inquisitiveness, the whatever it is, the communication they want, you're saying no to that. Yeah. If you half answer and you're still scrolling, you're saying no to that and yes to whatever is important on your phone. Yeah, because your actions invariably say what is important Mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. And so it is like such a convicting thing. Like I think it's just been Mm -hmm. mulling in my mind about like the things that I. I am saying no and yes to. And they do come down to all these like little minute decisions in your day. But you're right. Like, let's say your spouse is sitting next to you in bed and you have a decision to make too in that moment, right? It's like you can choose to connect with them. Okay, calm down. I'm not taking talking about that kind of connection. Yes. But you can choose to connect with them or you can, you know, what, what are most couples doing? They're yeah. spending the last few minutes before they go to bed on their phones. Ugh, that so, blue screen, not good for you before bed. I'm okay, just saying. That's neither here nor there. Okay. That's another I'm thing. But I, 
But regardless, you are saying mm-hmm. no to the connection yeah. and you're choosing a virtual connection mm-hmm. over an actual. I thought you were going to bring up what happened the other night. What? To us. So, so we live in the desert. It gets cool at night, but it's just been hot. It's been hot lately. Just like, and there's times where I'm getting ready to go to bed and I'm just hot. And I'm like, <laughs> ugh. Not in like a, hey, baby, I'm hot. No, but <laughs> no I'm like, like hot. Like, I'm like, how am I going to, I need the air conditioner to turn on. I need the coolness. I need to relax. <laughs> and so laying in bed and that's going through my head. I'm like, man, I'm just so hot. I just want the AC to turn on. I'm like the fan doesn't blow air. Like what's going on? But I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to lay here and just calm myself. And, you know, you're practicing your breathing exercises. Yeah, right. <laughs> just calm myself. And Lisa, like, scooted over to cuddle. And I was like, oh, baby, I'm like, no, I no, can't. no. You didn't verbally say anything. I could tell <laughs> by right. your That's actual right. actions That's that you right. were dying of heat. That's right. That's exactly it, what happened. <laughs> I was like, here's, here's the, you all know this. If you've been married for any length of time. Mm. Mm. The nonverbal communication <laughs> is as loud as the verbal in many cases. That's like right. there are so many times I can just go, baby, what's wrong? Like you're acting off like nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, finally he'll like say like, oh, this is bothering me. I'm like, see, I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew something was bothering you. Same thing. Yeah. Like I could just tell by the way that you were. So I said no. But I, I wasn't. I, I know wasn't this wasn't. This is just an example. This wasn't like you didn't feel bad. No. Like all that thing. I don't. I don't neglect you or anything like that. Like it's nothing like yeah. that. But I felt bad. Like even then, and then I felt bad in the morning because I was like, all she wanted to do was cuddle. But I was just so hot. <laughs> like I was just so hot. Like I was like, no, I no, not. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to have to get up and shower. Like, I'm like, this is gross. I'm so hot. Like, I felt bad. Even though I knew that you didn't feel bad, but my actions said no. Yeah. And as, like, it sounds so horrible right now as I'm saying it because I'm like, like, people are like, your wife wanted to cuddle with you at night. And you're like, yeah, no. (laughs) Sorry, boo, but I'm super, super hot. (laughs) No, I wasn't. I, you're not like that at all. And, but I think, you know, so many times, and I think looking back over, I, I think I caution in this because I think mm. sometimes we can get where we look back and then we feel like tons of regret over all of the no's that we've, or, or all the yeah. yeses. And I don't want people to, to live in regret or shame, but I do want us to learn from the things that we can see now mm. is a result of the things that we said yes and no to. And so, like, I, I know there were specific instances in our lives where, I, you know, would choose to do something with housework over connecting with you. Mm-hmm. And I realized over a period of time that can have a really big impact yeah. and that that connection where we're just together and we both say no to devices and we both say mm-hmm. no to housework. I know that that is just the thing that Brad's like, yes, I'm the laundry's calling my name after yeah. 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not the same for him. He's not thinking that same thing, but but I had to realize too that there is a distinct decision to be made in that moment. And I can choose to connect with you. And then, therefore, we both start our days off and we end our days loving one another yeah. versus the prior, like, 
prioritizing housework over mm-hmm. you. Or, you know, I do think that the phones and, and screens in general at this point are an issue in marriages. Yeah. Like we, we really do. And I think for our kids, right. So, you know, Brad and I did grow up in the generation where it was like, when we were teenagers, we didn't have phones. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people now that have grown up their whole lives, and we didn't have cell phones. Okay, we had phones. Sorry. All right, cell phones. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, who we're knows? not that old. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so, we have a friend that thought that we grew up with black and white TV. Black and white TV. Like we're not that old. Yeah. For those of you that did grow up with black and white TV, just hang in there. Yeah. Just hang in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's it's becoming a really really big issue is that choosing the virtual connection over physical connection. Yeah, it's not. And what's great. I mean, yes, it is an issue. So don't like cut me at that. It's not like I was saying. <laughs> right um, no, it's, but I believe too, it's not even necessarily this virtual connection. It's this nothingness. So it's like, I've, I'm, I've been so busy. I'm so tired. I don't want to think. Yeah. It's mindless. It's so it's a mindless thing that you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Because even, even when you're engaging with your spouse, it's not mindless. Yeah. Right. You know, like engaging with your kids, that's not mindless. So it's like this. I think that's what draws people. Yeah. I think, right. First of all, listen, I'm guilty of this 100%. 100%. This is not like holier than thou thing no, where like no. my phone goes in a basket when I walk in the door. We're talking no. to ourselves too. Yeah. This is 100% that. And we've backed way off on things that we've done. Um, I mean, you guys know, you clearly know we have a, a it's, you know, we're on social media. Like we do videos, we do all those things, but we're not constantly on there. Yeah. Like trying, like, Oh, I need to respond to this. Oh, I need to do this. Like, yes, we respond to DMS. We respond to all that, but it's not like this throughout the day of just constant, 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 because we know that that's not healthy. It's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for our family. Do you know what I had to realize to, to lose a sense of urgency when it came to Mm -hmm. social media and even with our coaching Mm -hmm. was that, this distinct recognition that Jesus was enough for me and Jesus is enough for you. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it's so hard. Like it's not my job Mm -mm. or your job to Mm -mm. be anyone else's savior. No. Listen to that. Right. Get that, get what you just said. Right. And hold it. Like, listen to that because it is so hard when you want to help someone so bad that you feel like I have to, I'm the one. Mm hmm. Right, you might be the one that plants a seed, mm-hmm. but the, your responsibilities—it's gone after that. Technically, right? Like, yeah, I'm not. God puts us in places all the time to help people all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. And but you're not—you can't be responsible for decisions or non-decisions that that person makes. Yeah. And I think that that's where. Well, I know for me personally, that's where I used to fall into that a lot Mm -hmm. where I was, you know, wanting to get more engaged. Cause I'm like, if this person could just, I'm telling them what to do. This is what you need to do. I see desperately like, you know, you're going to hit that train. Mm -hmm. I see it happening. Like Mm -hmm. if you would just do this, but it's like, 
and during all this, you know, maturing and learning and all these things, it was something that, that definitely God had to like work on me. And it's like, listen, you've, you've obeyed what I wanted you to do. Yeah. So you're still available for that person, but you've obeyed already. You've already done this. Mm -hmm. Now it's up to them. Yeah. Right. It's up to, cause you know, God's not going to force you to do anything. Um, yeah. so it's up to them, but I think it's, it's, um, this yes and no, no stuff. It's just so, it's really profound. It really is. And I know the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And I would even, you know, well, first of all, I'm not going to put anything into the Bible that's not there, mm -hmm. but now I'm curious I've always taken that as like if someone verbally says yeah. yes, if someone verbally says no, right? Like I've thrown it at my kids. Like I'm like, hey, I said no. Mm -hmm. No is no. Like I said no. Go read the Bible. You know, and then they just start kind of like, oh, dad, whatever. Right? <laughs> you know? And like this verse but, is Matthew five thirty seven. Let yeah. what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Yeah. And it says what you say. But I'm curious if like, you know, you Mentally. deep into that. You know, deep dive into that and really like sit on that scripture is, I mean, your actions, your actions are saying yes and no all day, all day. Yeah. Your actions are saying yes and no, you know, and it's, and, and, and they it, lead somewhere. It does lead somewhere, but it is talking about, you know, the, the, uh, wishy-washy and always going back on, on, you know, I did say yes, but then I thought about it. And now I'm saying, you know, all the, it, and that's what I think that's what it's really talking about, yeah. right? It's like more of that going back and forth. And yeah, it's nuts. Or saying yes and then doing the things that are no or vice versa, right? Like I said no, but I'm going to do the things that. Yeah, it's really about genuinely living out your word and, and yeah. knowing that, that, okay, when I say this thing, I'm, I mean this thing and I'm going to follow through with it, which is, I think where the action part comes into play, right? Yeah. Is there is this aspect of like, you can say all you want, but if there isn't follow through, mm -hmm. then it, you know, you're just talking the talk and not walking the walk. And that means a huge amount. But yeah, I was thinking through this topic so much because I'm like, I want every person to take time to inventory their life. Mm-hmm. And I think the best way to do this is probably to inventory just literally maybe a week of your life. Yeah. And this this is one of those things that I don't know, it's it's important to look forward. Like we talk we talk and we have said before like think forward and plan backwards. Yeah. Right? And so I think anyone listening to this is probably going to tell us like we we want a good marriage with good communication. We want to be um, healthy. We want to be happy. We want to have a lot of laughter. Mm. We want to have, you know, we want to be financially secure. I mean, mo almost everybody would have those kind of. I, th you know, I would think that a hundred percent. Yeah. That would be a hundred. Like I would in think. your ideal, right? Even if you think, think like, I don't know how that would be possible. Like, but mm -hmm. you would want that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's where I want people to really start thinking through like what you're saying yes and no to is that moving you towards this goal that you have mm -hmm. in your future, you know, and it comes down to like the little things, right? Like I brought up health as like kind of a, a funny little example in the beginning, but the reality is, is that it, that does have a big impact on your marriage, right? Like your health. 
Mm-hmm. It does have a big impact. Absolutely. And, you know, what you say yes and no to in that department has a direct impact on how long you live, mm-hmm. um, whether you can play with your grandkids one day, yeah. you know, the diseases that your body is able to fight, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But it's like, okay, your communication, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you listening to understand? Or are you just fighting to be right? No. Like, are you, you know, are you taking the time when your spouse is speaking to listen? Mm -hmm. And are you communicating the things that are happening in your mind and in your life, right? We see so many people who just have a chasm that, that develops in their life because neither one of them was willing to actually just have a hard conversation. Well, not not just have the hard conversation, but they feel like I'm not going to do it because they're not going to do it. Mm, yeah, being fair, right? And it's it, it can't be that. So yes, if you so look at what your goal you want your goal to be. You want a stronger marriage. You want a more intimate marriage. You want a better connection, connected marriage. You want to have fun. You want to you know have all these things then you need to evaluate what, you know, how to get there. Mm-hmm. So what are the things that I need to say yes to? And what are the things that I need to say no to? Now, saying yes and no to something is that something is not an inherently bad thing. Yeah. It could be something that's good. Mm. It, I mean, it really can be. It could be something that's good, that's beneficial for you, that's beneficial for your family, whatever it is. It can be that. But just at that time, that needs to be something you say no to. We we went through, and I'm, I'm sure we've spoken about this on some episode that we've done, but we went through, oh, yeah. a, a, you know, for certification. a certification with um, Married for a Purpose for their coaching and uh, one of the things that that was done was there was this this chart in the certification for coaching. There was this chart that's that was the it was a stop, stop. doing chart, mm-hmm. right? And it's exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, we we filled this chart out. Well, one of the things I filled out was like stepping down from something at church, mm-hmm. and like stepping down from something that's not. I wasn't doing anything bad. It wasn't a sin. Mm-hmm. It was nothing inherently bad. There was no, you know, there was nothing to it as far as like, you. why are you saying yes to that? You should, you know, you shouldn't do that. There was mm-hmm. nothing like that. It wasn't hurting our marriage. It wasn't anything like that. But when I was looking at this list for myself and knowing what our goals in our marriage want to be, what our goals in and in what we're doing right now, yeah, our ministry, our ministry that God's given us all these things. I had to look at that and go, okay, this is taking time that it can't be taken away anymore. Yeah. And, and then so, I think that's an important thing to recognize. And then knowing your season, mm-hmm. right. And knowing too, that sometimes when you say yes to something, it's going to be for a season. And when you say no to something, it may be for yeah, a season. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think we're at this aspect of knowing, like there's some things that we're, we feel like we're on the precipice of saying yes to again, mm-hmm. that for a season we yeah. had to lay down. It's so true. And so it's really important to know that I think people get really caught up in like, if I say no to this, I'm saying no to it forever. Yeah, there's a, yeah. Or if I'm saying yes to this, I'm saying yes to this forever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, for this season, 
these are some things that are required in my life. Like even with us recognizing our season of, you know, you you work full time, right? And mm-hmm. we have kids at home and we homeschool and we have all of these things. There are things that in our ministry we have to say no to right now. Yeah. Not because it isn't a good thing, but because our first ministry is our family. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to make sure that we try to always keep aligned. So for a season, we say no to some things. Mm -hmm. And we also recognize we're entering into a season where those things are going to shift. Yeah. And we're preparing ourselves for that. So that's where what we say yes and no to really matters. And and knowing that that sometimes there's going to be time where God asks you to let go of something. And then there's going to be some times where he asks you to step into it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to step into everything that is put before you. Like I think that's where a lot of people get caught up right now. Yeah, it's well. Where's your relationship with God, right? Like you know how how much time do you spend, you know, praying? How much time do you spend reading His Word? Like how much time do you spend all these things so that you you can practice your discernment, right? What scripture was that that we just talked about? Yeah, it's in that Hebrews. You, you practice your discernment and then at the time that you can say like, no, this is what God wants me to do or that's a great opportunity, but that's not what God has in store for me yeah. right now. Like, that's, that's a huge, that's a huge part. Yeah. I would say that's probably the biggest part of this whole thing of saying yes or no, unless the things that you're saying yes to are directly negatively affecting your marriage, negatively, negatively affecting your, your kids, negatively affecting even your, your walk with Christ like that. Those are 100% like you should be saying no to that right now. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what they are, but if that's what it's doing and you know what it is, then you need to say no to that. Absolutely. But these are things that if you are, pursuing your relationship with Christ and you're pursuing your marriage and you're, you know, I've talked about it before too. It's like, everyone wants to know like, what's my purpose in life? Well, you do have a purpose in life. Mm -hmm. And just like Lisa says, your first ministry is your family. Mm -hmm. Also God has called you to the great commission, Mm -hmm. spread the gospel, you know, show Jesus to others, like all these things like that is your responsibility. That's your purpose. Mm -hmm. Purpose is to, Build your family, minister your family, lead your family well, and do these things, yeah. right? And if that means you're an accountant and you're doing it, or you're you know, garbage truck driver, you're doing it, well, it doesn't matter what you do. Like this is these are your purposes, right? Mm-hmm. In that, opportunity is gonna come up. And you wanna be able to say like smartly, you wanna have discernment and go, is this God, is this a God thing that he wants me to do this? Or is this something that's just popping up and could get me distracted from doing other things again it might not be bad we've had to say no to going to speak mm-hmm. that's a huge opportunity for us yeah that's something that could potentially like the vision that we have that i know that god's given me for this ministry like that's something that could help us we've had to say no to it because we know right now like what this is what matters right now mm-hmm like we want to help as many people as we can and God has like given us this and wants like I want to obey. Yeah. I want to be obedient to this. But I also know God's given us the kids. Mm-hmm. And I know God's given us this family. And I know that there's things we have to say no to because this right now 
the kids right where we're at, the season we're at, where we are right now, this is what we should be doing. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel bad about saying no to things. And so I think that that might be a litmus test for you as well, is if you feel this confusion or not confusion, if you feel, um, what am I trying to say? If you feel the conflict, uh, uh, conflict, but like not apprehension, but like anxiety. Mm -hmm. If you have anxiety over a decision, like as far as like, I I said yes to this, I'm going to do it. If this is giving you a lot of anxiety, that might be a litmus test. You need to say, wait a minute. Like, I don't know if I answered right. Yeah. I don't, because that's not from God. Now, apprehension, that's why I kind of rephrase that, right? Because you can you can have things do that it God tells you to do and still feel that like, oh, man, you know, not bitterness towards the obedience, but that apprehension yeah. of being like, oh, it's faith. Yeah. Right? And that, that's what faith is. Like, people think that faith is like, oh, you feel great about everything. You're just going to jump mm-hmm. over and do this. No. Like faith is taking the next step, not knowing, mm-hmm. <laughs> not knowing that's what faith is about, right? It's like taking that next step. God's telling me to do this. I'm going to say yes to it. This is what I'm supposed to say yes to. Yeah. I'm saying no to these saying yes to this. Don't know how this is going to work. Right. I don't. And then God gets all no. the glory. And that's yes, hundred percent. And so like, I would say like, if you're thinking about, you know, this whole thing. Yes. No. How do I answer? What am I answering right now? What am I, what are my actions saying to people that love me? What are my actions saying to my relationship with Christ? Mm-hmm. Like you need to evaluate that first and then go from there. Like, you know, I, I mean, we're, we're always going to point towards God. Mm-hmm. always and i would just feel like a miss right now of of like saying like oh you know you know make sure that you're looking at your marriage and saying oh okay this is what i'm this is what's hurting uh i i need to put my phone down more mm-hmm. i need to do this that's great but the first thing you should be doing is like what am i doing what am i saying yes and no to that's hindering my relationship with christ absolutely First and foremost, yeah. whatever that might be. Because you get that right, then everything else. You get that right, everything else becomes easier mm-hmm. to say yes and no to because then you start seeing clearly. Yes. This is what I need to put down right now. This is what I need to pick up right now. This is what this action is saying to my family. I need to stop doing that. Yes. You know, the, like all that stuff starts to become clear because right now someone's listening to this and they're like, I I don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to do. One, Lisa said it, don't look at the past, right? Like you can learn from that, but those rounds are downrange. There's nothing you can do about it. I love when you use that phrase. You say yes. (laughs) You've said yes to X. You said no to, I mean, if I sat there and did that. Yeah. You could go down. You could spiral quick. I mean, yeah. Our our whole, my whole story. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, gosh, there were so many things I said yes to. Mm -hmm. I I should have said no to. Clearly. Right. So I can't sit back and go like, oh, so many regrets. Like, oh, man, what was me and be in this stupid like space? It's a dumb space to be in. It really is. I've been there. I'm just going to say it's a dumb space to be in. (laughs) Get yourself out of it. Slap yourself around and move on. (laughs) But saying like saying yes to Jesus, saying yes to relationship with Jesus, saying yes to time with him throughout the week 
saying yes to him by going to church on Sunday. Like saying yes to him by doing all those things. Like those are 100% yeses. Yeah. Because your first thing you should be doing is trying to strengthen that relationship with Christ, trying to answer those questions you have, trying to earn, like learn wisdom and discernment and all those things that lead into you being able to say with confidence, yes and no to things in your life that will strengthen your marriage and strengthen you as a parent. Yeah. That's so, so powerful, you know, because you're right. It's, and I think even with the, the yes and no, you know, you talked about this with, with your relationship with Christ is even this, this is me talking to myself is this recognition that we have to say yes to creating space, you know, like stillness, you know, we, we talked about that mind, the mindless scrolling, right. That we do just to like check out. Yeah. I think we're like afraid to just be still mm-hmm. like we become such a, like a people that we have to constantly be entertained. Oh yeah. I mean, I, th- I think I, I read something, I read a couple of things, but w- one of them, but I think this is like, would drive anyone crazy, but it, it's supposed to be this room and with no noise. Mm-hmm. Like it's a specially made room. It's supposed to have like, like there's no noise at all. And they'll put someone in there and see how long they can last. And, and they don't have electricity. They have nothing, right? It's just an empty room. There, It's soundproof. Like there's nothing other than your own thoughts and the own noises you make. And people will go crazy mm-hmm. and they have to get out of the room. It's just so interesting to me. Now that's probably a little extreme, but on the other side of it is like, can you sit and just be mm-hmm. right. You know, um, I, I think the last episode I had mentioned that I had been getting up earlier, which it, it's like, I feel like it's a curse because as soon as I tell myself, like, I'm going to get up at this time, all of a sudden I'm getting up just a little bit earlier and then my body's used to it. And then it's like, I can't sleep in mm-hmm. ever, even if I want to, but I've been getting up earlier, going on these runs. When I get done with the run, I get back. No one's awake in the house usually. And I grab a coffee and I go to the backyard and I sit there, um, you know, just kind of out in the yard and I've just been sitting there and there's been times I've been a hundred percent distracted by my phone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like either scrolling or looking, uh, or starting my devotions that I do, you know, all those things. So like inherently bad, no, at all. It's, it's totally fine for me to do that. But there's also been times where I just set that down and I just like lean back and I look up and usually it's not cloudy and it's still dark out and I could see like some of the stars and you know, all these things. And I just kind of sit there and be still. Mm-hmm. And it's such a relaxing thing. And I've tell I'm telling you, there's been times where I've done that and it's like, and I'm praying, mm-hmm. you know, not you know, just conversation, right? That's what prayer is. It's just like a conversation. So I'm just kind of, you know, just there and just thinking like the awe of God, right? Like look at the moon, all these stars, like just, you know, birds, a couple of birds, whatever it is, right? Just enjoying that. And it's so quiet. And there's been times where I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, I could feel God just like, and just kind of, you know, just relax and just feel at peace. And it, it's it's so healthy. That's why that's why so many people, you know, that aren't Christ followers or don't believe in this whole thing, you know, like main 
you know, Eastern medicine, all those, all that stuff where they're like, you need to meditate. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with meditation. First of all, I'm going to get that out of the way. Yeah. When I was growing up, I felt like that was a bad word. Mm-hmm. Like if you said meditation, it was like, you're, that's not like that was associated with, <laughs> yeah, Eastern medicine. you know, Eastern medicine and like, uh, the incense burning and all that stuff. But meditation is literally just dwelling. On yeah, exactly. And you want to dwell on Christ. Yeah, so me sitting out there doing that without my phone, just kind of chilling, like, oh, yeah, I'm meditating. I'm meditating on God's design, mm-hmm. like just looking at it, like, wow, why did he make these things? For us to be curious, for lights to be in the sky, like, you know, just whatever, right? Yeah. I don't have all the answers. <laughs> so, but, um, but, you know, so even people that don't believe in that, they know that meditation and being quiet, being still is so healthy. Yeah. You know, be able to clear your mind, to be able to get you, uh, you know, with that, your mind settled and right to be able to say, it's okay if I do this, it's this, I need to do this or being able to, you know, having that clarity of mind to say yes and no when that needs to happen. Yeah. And it's a training ground. Like I think we've become so used to our minds being full or entertained all the time, even mindlessly that we do have to just begin to train ourselves again that the silence that's Mm -hmm. when God speaks, you know, like so many people and myself included, Mm -hmm. when you have these seasons where you just feel like, why am I not hearing from God? But at the same time, I've not allowed there to be any kind of space Mm -hmm. that allows me to listen. You know, I'm doing a lot of talking or I'm doing a lot of filling the, the empty space. And so, yeah, I'm saying no to the silence, even down to, I mean, I know it sounds silly, but something where I realize, like, okay, like, yeah, even we become such a, a society of like, okay, we, we go to the bathroom and it's like you just automatically like mindlessly scroll or whatever. Like I need to have that silence, mm-hmm. like, like just being still, you know, like that's, that's good. That's mm-hmm. healthy. And I need to just create those moments because then I become more and more okay. Or like for me, worship is a, is something I need to say yes to a lot more because I yeah. really feel just God's presence when I just get to worship him. Mm-hmm. And I need to say yes to those things more because I want to be in God's presence. I yeah. just do. And we all know that things change when we enter into his presence and he's waiting for us always you know it's Uh, like he's just like okay guys like come on (laughs) come on like oh you said yes to that now instead of me okay fabulous you know and i know that that sounds sounds almost like bad but it's like it's true he's always calling us he always wants to spend time with us and we need to be able to recognize when we need to say no to something and say yes to him Mm -hmm. and you know, I wanted to make sure I mentioned because I think this is something that a lot of parents struggle with is the recognition that you have to say no to some opportunities that are there for your kids. And oh, yeah. like there just is this constant compulsion I think we have in society now that if your kids aren't doing everything, you're doing nothing right. Oh, yeah. Or you're hindering their opportunities. Yeah, and it's like, we live in a society where we're training our kids to just literally never, never be bored, never stop, always go, always go. We're dealing with the greatest rates of anxiety and depression that have ever been here. Unbelievable suicidal rates Mm. in our kids. We've eliminated the, the relational aspect of a family because all you're doing is running 
kids from one event to the next. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, something has to shift. Mm-hmm. And you probably need to take a good hard look and say, like, okay, well, for this season, do we need to say no to sports for this next semester? Yeah. Or do we need to say no to that sport? Or, oh, okay, that's taking us out of the house five nights a week. Yeah. And that's too much. And it's okay to say no right now. Like, it's – the reality is, is most of your kids are not going to be professional no. football and baseball players, volleyball players. Like, And this isn't to be – Messing with anyone's dreams. I'm just saying, like, it's okay to lay something aside for a season to recognize what is really important. If you guys need that time to reconnect as a family, to reestablish yeah. some some culture in your family because of what you know is ultimately important in their life, you got to say no to some opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just had to step on those toes, too. <laughs> no, it's just, I think it's realizing being self-aware if you're saying yes to something you're saying no to something like there's that's just how it is yeah and so just being self-aware on that because look say whatever you're saying yes to look and see what the no is Mm -hmm. what are you leaving out that is not happening or not what connection aren't you getting it might not be there your yes might be, it's fine. Whatever you're saying no to because you're doing that, it's fine. I'm just saying being self-aware, having the wherewithal to know yeah. this is what's happening. If I say yes to this, I'm saying no to all these things. Yeah, And that, that could be fine, but it could also be something where it's like, I need to stop saying yes to this. I didn't realize all these other things were happening, right? I mean, you gave the example of, of kids, you know, being so busy are you missing like there's seasons for that but also like look at it and say what you know if we're busy every night are we missing some time that we could have with our kids because going to practice you're not spending time with your kids no they're going to practice you're chilling at watching or in the car running or whatever it is but you're not really spending time you're just shuttling them around to different venues or whatever it may be it doesn't even have to be sports it could be something totally different but you're shuttling them around and you get the connection in the car get the connection in the morning get the connection after school but like is there other time where you could just have these connections or maybe you carve out one day or two days where you have like this is family time now. sacred ground yeah this is our time we're saying no to everything else and we're saying yes to this time with us, you know? And I think that's, that's something that's just a self-evaluation that, that needs to happen. Yeah. And I think it's the reality too, you know, um, in fact, I just had a conversation with my brother before we started recording, recording and he was talking about the necessity for connection. And also we, he had mentioned that necessity for um, when we've mentioned before where you make time to connect with your spouse to just evaluate what your week is and what your priorities are. And like, if you don't, if you always say no to that, right? Like if you mm. always say no to even some of those conversations that are a little bit more mundane, the scheduling thing, the organizing yeah. who does what eventually, right there, there becomes this reality that someone's bitter yeah, right. Because they feel like they, there's no understanding there. They mm. feel like there's, 
miscommunication and there's never been any communication. And so you do have to take time. You have to take time for the things that, that, that really matter. Like your yeses today lead somewhere. Your no's today lead somewhere. Um, And we really want you guys to take the time to think about where Mm -hmm. those things play out in your actions and where you ultimately want to end up. Yeah. Because they all eventually, all those little steps in the right or the or wrong direction, mm-hmm. they change your life. Absolutely. So challenge for this week, just that, right? Yeah, evaluate what you're saying yes to. Really, that's what it comes down to because, like I said, if you're saying yes to that, you're saying no to something. Mm-hmm. If you're having a hard time evaluate that, maybe ask your spouse. Oof. Yeah, that'll... They'll give you some real answers. <laughs> you want to have some tough conversations. Uh, hey, right. honey, what do I need to be saying no to more in my life? Yeah. But then you have to go in with that attitude of like, I really do want to hear this. Mm-hmm. You know, because your spouse can definitely recognize in you when you're like, okay, you're totally overdoing it over here. Yeah. Or like, you are totally depleted. And the reason why is because you have mm-hmm. overextended yourself in this area. And so I think it's being willing to to, to really listen to those hard conversations yeah. that's a good question to ask yeah. like hey what do i need to be saying no to more Oof. i know if somebody says your phone gotta be willing to put the phone down exactly all right see you next week <laughs>